Opening on the finale. Interior. Bedroom. Night. Wait, what? Oh, boy. We're there. We're here. Y'all have stuck with us for so long. You stuck with us. We just wanted to whistle a little bit for you there to show how appreciative we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is your first episode, that's weird. What are these guys talking about? Uh, Who are these guys? I don't. I think if you've waited this long, you don't even deserve to hear it. Yeah. You know what? Let's just stop now. Let's fight. You... <laughs> let's just all go home. Let's <laughs> let's call it quits. But that would be so rude to our true listeners. That's true. The true fans who've stuck with us from the beginning. Uh, and I'm in no mood to be picky. I'm in no position to exclude anyone. So, you know, welcome everyone. Uh, let me uh, forget everything we just said. Welcome everybody to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast, the big finale. Oh, she's a big girl. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not just some schmuck off the street. I am in an apartment, and that's where I'm being a schmuck. My name is Chris Brady Denton. I'm a Green Day fan, and I've been a Green Day fan for a minute now. And I started this podcast with my cousin, Colin, because we like Green Day, and Green Day is really good. And that's why I like Green Day. Addendum. Addendum. We we love Green Day. Love Green yes. Day. Yes. And, and, and for those reasons I listed just now, I, the, I thought that Green Day was good, and this has been my book report on Green Day. And that's Chris Braden introducing himself, and that's just how I do it. I read a little book report poorly. I'd give it a, a C minus. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, about like below average. That's fine. <laughs> Colin, I don't want to introduce you for you. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself this last time? Speak uh, for yourself. I mean, I mean, you already said my name, so I guess you already introduced I me. Know. God. Uh, well, like you know, what would you say? No, I'd, pro- I'd probably here. say I'd probably say the same thing. My name is Colin, and uh, and I love Green Day. I don't just like them. And uh, okay, I've been I've been I've been a fan since since this beautiful young young man uh, introduced me to them around. Let's see, what sixteen years ago? I would say no, fifteen, something like that though, which is crazy. Yeah, isn't that crazy? We can't wait to uh, share you share with y'all our, our favorite tracks, as well as some some favorite tracks of some other people. That's right, buddy. This is our best of episode. This is our this is our last episode for now. I'll, I always say for now. I'll never say never, mm. um, except just there where I said it twice. And you, of course, are Colin Brady. I am I am CBD. We're the hosts. We're the fans. Um, and our lives have, as you kind of mentioned, alluded to just now. We've kind of. Green Day has been formative in our relationship and our relationships with others and our relationship with music. Absolutely. So you might be saying, who are these schmucks in apartments just talking into microphones? But I would tell you that we are actually the perfect people to be talking about Green Day with authority and in dignity. Mm-hmm. Green Day would want it that way. Green Day wants it that way. We're the types of fans that they're courting to. We've given them money. We've lined their coffers. And now we're going to get our money's worth, baby. We're going to talk about it um, for internet clout. This is the end. Colin, I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know um, if you're emotional by this prospect. I don't know how the audience is feeling. Maybe they're a little emotional. We've had kind of a full circle moment Mm -hmm. i'd say through this show um of course as i say that this episode is being released one year after our first episode they didn't think we're gonna stick with it this long they thought no one thought we could do this the the they yeah the collective they we hate the they we hate the they the silent majority Mm. was telling us we couldn't do it and we told them Maybe. Yeah. We're still going to try. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. And by golly, we did do it. We've made it a year. And as always, Colin, I, I, and I hate to, once again, for the very last time, I hate to kind of have to reiterate this because so much of what I do is reiteration. But people keep asking me. They come up to me on the street. I go, hey, whoa, six feet, please, mask. Okay, what? 
and they say, you and Colin, you're in the same room, right? Surely you must be. Oh my god. The, the live chemistry, the high quality crackling audio. Well, clearly uh, they skip uh, the intro in every episode if they think that. And clearly the, the, the part where we just talk about ourselves, and I can't blame them for doing that. Fair enough. Colin, <laughs> it sounds like we're in the same room, kind of, you know, licking each other's wounds, laughing at each other's jokes, but in truth... I'm down here in Los Angeles. You're all the way up there in Seattle. Yeah. How are things in Seattle? Oh, man. I'm glad you asked, Chris. I still don't have any interesting stories for you. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I should have come up with one and by now. It ends as it began. I know. I know. With kind of nothing much at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fucking wrecked, dude. Ouch. Um,. Yeah, god damn it. I mean, it's still smoky. Like, I don't know. Things still fucking suck. Like, what do you want me? What do you want to hear, Chris? God, things are fine in Seattle. Things are fine. That's great. Yeah. No, okay. That's all you had to say. Jesus. <laughs> Bite off my head. Chris, how are things in LA? How are things in LA? Yeah. Um, you know, they're okay, Colin. It's it's funny. I'm we, we've been so far apart this because of this pandemic we haven't really been able to see each other like we have most years which is such a bummer that's true it actually has been pretty sad it's yeah. funny i think we haven't actually been in person seen each other in the during the course of this podcast i mean we have but we didn't record a podcast which was foolish which but... was a real waste yeah, yeah why didn't we do that god wait wait, wait wait actually you might be right did we not i just realized i was N thinking christmas i don't but think I guess so we didn't Shit, yeah, I don't right. think we've... It's been over a year since crazy? I've seen my boy. Fuck. Right? Oh, man. We're co-hosts and cousins, and yet we're absent from one another's hugs and loves. Isn't oh. that insane? Oh. It's so it, that's kind of how things are, is I'm missing you, boo. Oh. And it leads to one of our flagship segments <laughs> that's going to come on back one last time. Where were you? Where were you? Oh boy. Oh boy. So Colin, yeah. one year ago, the very first episode <clears throat> of Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast mm -hmm. came out. Uh, it has been a enormously momentous year. Yeah. Uh, you know, and not in the yes. way that, oh, time flies. This has been a one for the history books. Yeah, it's a bit of a gauntlet, you might say. Without any hyperbole, yeah, absolutely, or or a shit show, perhaps that might be the technical term, the scientific term. Uh, oh, I believe the scientific term is a clusterfuck. Oh, you're right, you're right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I, I mean, it, looking back one year, it, the world was a completely different place. Where were you when we started this podcast? Emotionally, physically? That you know, that's a great question, Chris. Uh... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll try not to get, get too personal here, but, um, at least personally, I was in a much worse place a year for a year ago today. Um, I was in a ram ramshackle little hut in, uh, in, in the Green Lake neighborhood of Seattle, which I'm going to tell the listeners is, is terrifying and, and scary, but really it's, it's fine. You know, it's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not your favorite but but with the riches but with the riches that i've i've earned from our uh wonderful podcast here i've moved i've moved up in life you know now i'm living in a home with some oh, roommates nice. we have a hot tub and a ping pong table and a bidet and and uh and a bidet yeah thank you thank you for mm -hmm. reminding me yeah um and i uh i'm seeing a wonderful wonderful young lady and uh you know things have things have drastically improved in the last year i've i've moved up at, at work you know you know things are uh things are going well for me and and things are going horribly for the world and so because of that i think i'm i'm rooting for the world to fail because it seems wow. that there's some sort of correlation there so our failures are your blessings huh that's interesting. It's, it appears that way yeah I'm, I'm sorry chris but you know i gotta do what i gotta do and i i hope i'm not telling tales out of school here colin but yeah. and and we can cut this if you think i am but uh, uh, correct me if i'm wrong but you were kind of in a bad spot out of a out of a relationship you about a year ago right or when we first started true. yeah that's true i mean i it, it had been a while even at that point since you know the end of that relationship but it was a mix of things you know is that and there's this just discontentment with work and 
all sorts of stuff I won't go into detail about, but uh but yeah, no, I was definitely in a bad place a year ago, I won't lie. Yeah. And I remember yeah. that because when I first Well, okay, you ask me where where I was. That's yes. it's only polite. Where were you a year ago today, Chris? Uh yeah, it's in, thank you. Thank you so much for asking. Wow. Um Oh, you didn't have to do that. Uh, I, it, yeah, it's like a year ago, but it's interesting because I think when I first pitched this idea to you, we were at your dad's birthday party. Yeah, together. that's right. That's right. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's interesting, man. I, I feel like there has been some weird arc that I am forcing into the narrative that is this podcast because I feel I was kind of in a rut as well. Uh, at that point when, in time. When we first started. Yeah. You and, know, I don't think I was quite as aware of that, actually. And I'm sorry for that. No, no. Oh my gosh, no, not at all. I, I think um, I would. I remember being very nervous coming up to ask you about the Green Day podcast. Oh, because it's because you know we would see each other less and less frequently with you living in Seattle, and you know, and, and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And it was yeah, I was so excited yeah. to see you, but I I miss you and want to do something together. And I always had this idea it's like, oh, be really fun. I mean, and again, the reason it's called redundant is because these types of, you know, shows where, you know, comedians and people much more uh, qualified than us talk about music ad nauseum. And I was like, I want to do that for Green Day. That'd be so fun to do. Like the only band I'd feel comfortable doing that with would be Green mm -hmm. Day. The only person I'd feel yeah. comfortable doing that with would be Colin. God, you don't know how much that warms the heart. Chris. Well, it's, it's absolutely you. true. And I was like, nervous and i was i had like sat with it for like a couple months and oh i was just was feeling like oh i don't know and then like when i finally saw you again i was like okay well, let's just talk about it and maybe you know we can you know just yeah. like, experiment it doesn't if it doesn't work it doesn't work and yeah yeah you were like kind of kind of into the idea i don't think you like had a quite a clear vision of as to what it would be yeah like, what no the show i would... mean that's more more my just not knowing how how the production of these sorts of things goes you know that's more that's more your world anyway which which um i was glad i mean i've been so glad this whole time that that you're uh you've been leading the way sort of you know well and that's and that's that thank you that's nice of you to say but also like i feel like we learned together i learned a lot because i didn't know how to you know i think our production's gotten better things have gotten smoother and i think we just i you know it was kind of learning as we were going yeah which was fun and kind of you know again a little nerve-wracking because you want <laughs> you don't want to waste people's time oh yeah no I, yeah just like you i don't want to go into it too much i'm stumbling all over myself but i was feeling kind of uh not fulfilled career wise i was feeling i had had some like personal stuff at home that were was kind of sad and making me feel down and Mm -hmm. similar to you like we, oddly over the course of this year the many ups and downs I, again i don't know if i'd say I've, i'm super happy now and everything's fantastic but i do feel a lot more secure in my position in the world over the year and um, I, yeah. I have to agree with you i think it is because of that sweet sweet ad money we get from this baby oh Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, everyone, everyone who's listening here should know that we just make bank off this this motherfucker. We We'd like just, to thank stamps.com. We don't even need our jobs anymore. We yep. should be quitting right now. Casper mattress, thank you. Yeah. You know, that's my <laughs> my mansion is a Casper mansion, thanks to them. Okay, <laughs> but uh, and and you know, I'm sorry to be blithering on, but this is the finale, so people enjoy it because you won't get to hear our stupid voices again for a while. Uh, yeah. My follow-up question to where were you is wh where are you now? You already kind of said it a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, where am I now? I'm. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm just a mid twenty-something dude who's just trying to figure shit out. You know, aren't we all? <laughs> but like, like you said, like, yeah, like you said, I just feel a lot, and I think you put it very nicely. I just feel a lot more um, comfortable with my position in the world. You know, like. I know I'm not I'm not hot shit, you know, and no one should should feel that way. Being Don't humble is important. Don't say that. Your but... shit is the hottest, but okay. <laughs> but um, but that's quite all right, you know. That's what it comes down to. I think everyone's got to learn to be, at least to a certain point, learn to be content with what they got, you know. Obviously, don't take shit, you know. Uh, there, there's an element of that, but but also being happy with with what you have is important. I do think. 
Yeah, and I think that's probably how our audience feels about this podcast. They're like, hey, right, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, are there better people to be hosting a Green Day podcast? Well, yes, of course, but these two fucking idiots, they'll they'll do the job at least. Yeah, they're doing it at least. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're thinking that at home, why don't you freaking start a podcast and, and do whatever you fucking want? Jesus. Yeah, but not Green Day. We did it. Stop that. Yeah, now. no, no. Yeah. And this was original. This was this an was... original one. A totally original one. And we don't have to mention the other two that exist. Uh, yeah, no. No. And ours is better production value. So then, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> talking shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and same thing, Colin. I think that's that's all there is to say. Where we were and where we are now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad to be moving through it with you, buddy. Yeah, wait, yeah. yeah. So where where are you now, though, Chris? I just, I want to I wanna finish this off properly. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, essentially the same thing. I just feel like, you know, over the past year, I've... I've I made a film for the first time in a in a long time. I mm-hmm. uh, just got back into a, like music and and you know doing this oh, podcast certainly yeah. helped that. You should have you should have done some plugs for that actually. Everyone listening, you should you should check out Chris's um, Bandcamp. What's that? What's the Bandcamp, Chris? Uh, it's it's the project I release under is called uh, To Combat Depression. And hella good which is uh, an apt title. It's more just a fact and um, <laughs> how, how I feel about music, obviously. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we have we have a song up. Uh, but when I say we, it's just me, but it sounds cool to say we. Uh, yeah. uh, it's called uh, Burn the Evidence. And I'm very proud of that track. And, and there's good. more yeah. hopefully coming soon. Um, but yeah, but thank you for saying that. If you like Radiohead, it's, it's, it's very Radiohead-esque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Green Day <laughs> fans might not care for this, but that's fine. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of crossover, but I could be wrong. But yeah, but thank you for for saying that. And yeah, so that 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 kind of actually puts the is a great example. It's like I just feel like I've become a lot more uh, active in things that I kind of fallen out of for a couple years there. And I was, I'm like on on the tail end of a rut, which feels mm-hmm. good. Again, as the world is burning, literally burning. So <laughs> we'll see how how good things are. Truly, but you know, you gotta just do what you can with what you got. <laughs> Amen, brother. But that's enough of our personal weeping. Mm-hmm. This finale is not really about us. It is, as always, about those GD guys. Of course, we're talking about Billy Joe Armstrong on guitar. We're talking about Mike Durnt on drums and Trey Cool slapping the bass. And I didn't get that wrong at all. <laughs> but, Colin, I think it's time for one last little dose of GDN. Of course, that's some Green Day news. Hell yeah. And I know I said I was done with the personal bullshit, but yeah, well, so... I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Got any, any got any cool shirts on? It, I'm so glad you asked, Chris, because I've been rearing for a chance to bring this up tonight. I wasn't sure. I, I guess I figured this was the proper episode to bring it up in. But uh, I've been wearing my shirt all night, and uh, that, that would be a bright orange uh, Green Day t-shirt with... <laughs> Let me try to describe it. Um... A young boy holding a glowing brain in his hand. And, uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. But it's it's pretty graphic. And I love it. I fucking love it. And I have one beautiful man to thank for that. And that's that's my, my beautiful cousin, Christopher Brady Denton. Oh, thank you. Well, happy birthday. It's a belated birthday for Colin there. Everyone wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> and and yes, I, got, I wanted to get you something uh, to commemorate the end of this podcast. And it's a nice vintage Green Day shirt, straight fresh from the presses of the Green Day site. So not really vintage, mm. I guess, but a vintage design. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So that's I that's the Green that. Day news. Is uh, cool band T-shirt worn? Hell yes. And I'm I by the way, not that you asked, I am wearing my Kerplunk shirt right now to commemorate the event. Oh, well. you are. Oh, I'm wearing I'm so a, glad. A, a pink Kerplunk shirt. I was just thinking to myself how, like, this shirt reminds me of, like, Kerplunk era, like, Green Day art, actually. You know? Yeah, exactly. So we're all decked out in our Green Day decor, and we're going to be diving into these best ofs. Our best ofs are coming up. Don't you worry your little self. But right now, it's time to talk about someone else's best ofs. This is our albums of the week. Colin, like, it's not just anyone's best ofs. This is the best ofs, the best ofs. 
Best of the best ofs. And whose okay. best ofs are these? These are, well, they're Green Day's best ofs, but but who put them together? That's the question. I would say like the record label. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're compilation albums of like the singles. It's like the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I largely, these are Green Day's best ofs, aren't they? Oh, uh, yes. I <laughs> mis- misunderstood the question. Yes. Well, I'd, I'd say it's it's Green Days, and of course, everyone knows that's Billy Joe Armstrong, who is on the bass. That's Mike Durnt, who's guitar lead vocal, mm. and uh, Trey Cool plays the electric triangle. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way it's always been. They never deviate from that. No. No, that's the classic lineup, and they they make some killer tunes. Of course, we're starting off with the first best of album, International Super Hits from 2001. Mm-hmm. This one was uh, released through Reprise, 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 Reprise Records. Reprise, Reprise. Whatever, one of those. Yeah. Uh, a record label that Green Day was on for a significant portion of their career, and uh, it has a collection of of tracks through uh, Warning, um, as well as some unreleased and B sides tracks. Uh, which 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 ones are those? There, Chris. Uh, it's Maria and Pop Rocks and Coke are the previously unreleased ones okay. uh, that we'll talk about. And uh, interestingly enough, this is a collection of like the singles, the best ofs. It does not contain any material from the band's first two albums, 39 Smooth or Kerplunk, which mm-hmm. were, they were lookout records, if you remember, not on reprise, reprise. So... I think that would, it's just business, I think is why those weren't included. But also those are mm-hmm. from before Green Day broke big. So Yeah. That said, I think 2,000 Light Years Away could easily be a, a good track on there. But Oh, know. well, don't you worry. They That's make, fine. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, <laughs> they also released a DVD and VHS. Remember those? Uh, DVDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, v- <laughs> what if VHS comes back like, like uh, vinyl <laughs> records? I was like, just oh, you gotta see that, it yeah. on VHS. Well, that'll be the day when like tape come comes back like a- above uh, vinyl. Oh yeah, big tapes and your VHS is. Oh, you gotta mm-hmm. hear the way it. It's all fuzzy. It's great. <laughs> if you touch it once, it's broken. And and they released uh, international super videos on VHS and DVD, which was all the videos collected um of the singles so that's like a video right. album too so that's yeah. cool and actually i will say a green day music videos are especially from the this era are are actually quite good oh they're fan they're fantastic yeah. yeah and this was kind of fun it sold really well it went two times platinum in the united kingdom and and went uh, sold a million copies in the u.s like it did really well of course because this is uh you know it we kind of remember this was before they released american idiot so they weren't like darlings anymore this was kind of a you know, viewed as kind of maybe the end of Green Day. Yeah. But it was critically acclaimed. And (laughs) one of the reviews said that um, it confirms that Green Day not only were popular and good, but they could have held their own against their idols in a perfect five-star review. Mm. Uh, But it's interesting that you see the were popular. Like, it's it's all written like they're kind of done. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. You know, that was absolutely the the opinion at the time that they were um they're a rock band in their their uh their dying days their death throes yes 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 uh but those people were fools and they did not know the greatest was yet to come the greatest was yet to come but let's not get too far ahead uh <laughs> let's jump into these international super hits shall we mm-hmm and just so the listeners know, we're not going to listen to every track because we've heard most of these before, but we are going to listen to the uh, the B-sides and unreleased ones that we haven't we haven't talked about. That's correct. And a great place to start is with track one, Maria, which is uh, not uh, the first time it's on album. So that's cool. Let's mm-hmm. check it out. Billy Joe, it certainly is exciting to meet you here at the recording studio right after you've just made your very first record. How does it feel? Mm. Wonderful. I'm 
And this one surprises me that, that it was never on an album for sure. This is a really good song, I think. Um, I really like the bass. It's sort of a... I don't know. It's basic, but it's really... It drives the song to me. Yeah, this is like feels like a classic Green Day song. It does. Yeah, it's fast. It's fast. It's got good bass, quick guitar, heavy drums. Billy's screaming a, a catchy melody. Talking about some uh, a strong strong female protagonist yeah I, it, this was originally released as a b-side to waiting in 2001 mm-hmm. but it's again i kind of point to like that transition period between warning and american idiot where this yeah. sounds like kind of the in between those two sounds because uh, it is very she's a rebel you're right i uh, yeah that's sort of yeah and of course everyone the, the main i guess fan cliche if we can of this is that the very beginning is some audio of Billy Joe's first interview when he was five. <laughs> Wait, really? That was actually Billy? I thought that was like just some made up thing. That's so funny. No, that's real. It would, cause he recorded, um, his, the first song he ever recorded was called look for love, uh, mm-hmm. at the Bay area label Fiat records. It's like a very kind of sweet, kind of cheesy little pop song sung by this five-year-old. And he recorded it in a real studio. And afterward, like, that's the reporter being like, Billy Joe, you just recorded you. How does it feel? Uh, Wonderful. So that's that's (laughs) young Billy. That's adorable. That's super fucking cute. Oh, man. So that's all simpatico. I I like Maria. Yeah, me too. Something that gets along not so well are Pop Rocks and Coke. And that is our track two. Mm. This one wasn't a B-side, I guess. This was an unreleased track. Um, and, and I'm curious, Chris, do you know what, what era this is from? Because it just screams warning to me. I, I agree, man. This is just warning loud and clear. I think it... I'm not, I don't know for sure. Someone's going to correct me, probably. I think it must be from that session. Well, like, while we talk about it, I'm going to Google it real quick. Because I'm like, that's that guitar. That's the warning guitar right there. Yeah, that bouncy, that bouncy thing. I don't yeah. know what, what to call it. It feels bouncy to me. Bouncy. Bouncy Billy. Bouncy. We're this bouncing. Do you bouncing know that Outcast off song? the walls. What was that? <laughs> Do you know that uh, Outcast song where they're like, oh, we're bouncing? No? I mean, yeah, I don't know. What is this, the Outcast <laughs> podcast? Hey, Actually, that's, that's a good idea. Damn it. I would love to listen to that. And you would just call it The Outcast. 
It's like your <laughs> outcast, outcast podcast. Oh, that's there's got to be that... something more stupid than that, though. We we that's... try to go for the stupid jokes. That's actually a really good idea. God damn it. Okay, we're doing that next, people. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, Pop Rocks and Coke is kind of a song about two lovers, and one is a hopeless romantic, and the other is not. Mm-hmm. And um, the title kind of describes it all. Is uh, Pop Rocks are the candy that kind of crackle in your mouth, obviously. And there's like schoolyard rumors that if you ate Pop Rocks and drank soda at the same time, it would explode in your tummy. <laughs> I remember those days. So it's like a metaphor for these two people in a relationship who, you know, they can't, they're not good together. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I think it's it's very clever. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's like schoolyard poetry. I'm into it. And it's a good mm-hmm. melody, driving, no complaints. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really, I just looked around just briefly. I could not figure out where, what era this is from. Um, so if anyone out there has an idea, please let us know. It's the finale. Who cares? <laughs> We're not going to check back on that. Let's let's just say it's warning and and uh, you Fair know enough. if it's not, you know, I won't tell if you don't. That's that's the end of uh, the first two tracks are unreleased, and then it just goes into some hits here. Track three is yeah. long long view off Dookie, of course. Uh, four is welcome to paradise. Five is basket case. Six is when I come around. Seven is she. Those are all off Dookie. It's very, like, that's just so many good songs on that album. Uh, It brings us to track eight, which is the next uh, song we're going to listen to. This is J-A-R, Jason, Andrew, Relva. Either works. forgot about this song um this is actually a, a freaking great green day song i hadn't listened to it in years until uh until listening to this again this is one of my favorite green day songs i love this song i i believe it was written by um, mike is that right yes yeah, was written by lead guitarist and vocalist mike Dirt, <laughs> of course accompanied by trey on the bass and billy on the drums right and it is actually kind of sad because this is a tribute to one of his childhood friends mm-hmm. uh, who died in a car accident yeah. uh, when he was 19. So that sucks. Yeah. And you can tell it was, it's sort of a Mike song too. The the intro, like just five or 10 second little snippet is like this cool little bass lick. And then, Oh yeah, uh, it's a bass driven song. Drops into the guitar song or into the guitar part of the, the, the song. But throughout the song, there's definitely a, a driving bass rhythm. Uh, I, I remember one time having updating my Facebook status back before Facebook was a hate machine. And mm. I, I said, J.A.R. by Green Day is my new favorite song. Like, just wanted to update you all. Oh my God. I, like, it was so nerdy. <laughs> and I remember someone commented, like, thanks for updating us. And I was like, oh, oh my I'm, God. I'm a dork. That's pretty but, cringy, yeah. In a cute way, though. I think so. I because I did. I cannot tell you how much I loved this song when I first discovered. It, I just listened to it nonstop. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. The message, the the hook. I just think it's it's catchy and it's all about how. I mean, it's about his friend driving off and being gone suddenly, and that kind of shaping how Mike views living and wanting to. I want to live it up while I still can, essentially, because mm-hmm. in a blink of an eye, you can just be gone. I think that's a beautiful sentiment, and I, and I yeah, think we powerful. can all we can probably all you know take a little lesson from that. You know, gotta live your life while you can. And it just like rocks. It rocks my fucking balls off. So I love <laughs> J A R. <laughs> yeah, I can't say enough good things about that song. Um, then they moved on. The rest of these are just songs we've talked about before. Uh, Geek Stink Breath was track nine. 
10's brain stew, 11's jaded, of course. 12 was walking contradiction, 13 stuck with me, Colin pick it up at 14. Those were all insomniac, by the way. Um, 14 is starts with Nimrod, and that's hitching a ride. 15 is uh, good riddance. 16 is redundant. Oh my hey, God, hey. play a little, like some sort of little thing. A little sting there for a reference to our name. Yeah. 17 is nice guys finish last. Then 18, we move into the warning era. Um, and that's minority. 19 is warning. 20 is waiting. And 21 is Macy's Day Parade. The final the track. The final track on that. Yeah. And I think that's a great closer. Yeah. I mean, Macy's Day Parade is one of the best album, probably the second best album closer that Green Day's ever ever, ever put together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, a fantastic collection of songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I agree with almost all of those. I don't know. Maybe Jaded is the only one I don't really get. But the but rest Jaded of is about it. tied to Brain Stew. I guess it is. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's not that great a song on its own in my book. Yeah, I hear you. It's fine. But that's International Super Hits. I love the album art. I think it's just iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, they did good. That's a good first shot at the best ofs. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. But they weren't done yet, Colin. No, 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 no. They released American Idiot. Then they released 21st Century Breakdown. Then they released the trilogy. Then they released some other stuff we don't need to talk about. And then they decided we should release another Greatest Hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that the timing for both of their Greatest Hits releases is like, oh, you guys thought you might be done then. Yeah, and this one came out in 27... Of course, we're talking about God's Favorite Band, which is their second best of. Came out in 2017 shortly after revolution radio came out oh that's right that one too yeah yeah but i hear it isn't you're right it is interesting it, it's like renewed interest huge smash album mm -hmm. diminishing returns on some of the later albums and then yeah. the other best of that's the exact the pattern yeah unfortunately we didn't get an american idiot too after this one yeah not <laughs> well yeah not a, explicitly no. it's fine it's fine though. <laughs> But some, some facts about God's favorite band. Um, it was released November 17th, 2017, just in time for that Thanksgiving uh, Black Friday parade. Mm. It, it features 20 of Green Day's previous hits and two new songs, which I like. They always like to throw in some new stuff I for don't know. the kids. Yeah, maybe really one new song, but, but yeah. Oh, fair point, fair point. And we'll get to that. <laughs> and this one, unlike International Super Hits, actually includes songs from their first two albums. And mm -hmm. it excludes songs from 39 Smooth, uh, Dose, and Trey. But I think we can all agree that's just fine. Yeah, I'm not too <laughs> upset. Although 39 Smooth has at least one good song. Yeah, oh, oh, there, you know, there's great stuff all along, but... Um, yeah you know you gotta as we know because we're, we're coming up with our best ofs you gotta you start cutting stuff eventually that's true yeah yeah i'm sure we'll talk about that soon here this, this is the best ofs not the like you know pretty goods ofs mm, mm, true we've joked about this before colin um mm. but the album title is a reference to oh yeah tr to trey cool and bullet in a bible um saying that he wanted you know god was the clouds were moving aside because God wanted to watch his favorite band play yeah. right before their massive show in Bullet in a Bible, Milton Keynes. And Stephen Colbert made a joke about that as they were being introduced on his show in 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, and he introduced them as God's favorite band, <laughs> which I love. And, and then shortly thereafter, true. this came out. And the album art is them like in a church stained glass kind of depiction. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. I love that album art. It's so funny. With the ping pong paddle too. It's it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I just want to mention before we get into the tracks that mm -hmm. it's not lost on me at all how many of the songs on Green Day's best ofs are produced by Rob Cavallo. Cavallo! Yeah. Rob Cavallo produced... I'd say the majority of these songs 
with few exceptions. And it's just like how important, I mean, it's kind of cliche to be like, he's the fourth member of Green Day. Um, <laughs> even though I know technically Jason White, <laughs> but he really lent so much to their success. And yeah. uh, I think it's just important to always remember that, that the producer has so much to do with the end product. And <clears throat> thanks, agree. Rob. Yeah. Kavayo! All right. <clears throat> anyway, so yes, one? very serious business. Uh, let's <laughs> get down to the tracks on yeah. God's favorite band. Uh, and we'll, let's just, we'll just run through these, huh? Um, yeah, yeah. You want to do album by album switch off? Sounds good. Uh, track one is 2,000 Light Years Away. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> track two is Longview. Three is Welcome to Paradise. Four is Basket Case. Five is When I Come Around. Six is She. Your turn. Uh, we got seven is Brain Stew. Eight is... Oh, wait. Nope. That's it. Oh, and they cut Jaded. Look at that. That'll make you oh, happy. Oh, fuck yeah. See, someone listened to me. There you go. Um... Eight is uh, Hitching a Ride off Nimrod. Nine is Good Riddance. Ten, oh, that is back to you. Oh, man. This game is so fun. Ten <laughs> is Minority. Eleven's uh, Warning. And I'm going to throw it back to you, partner. Uh, we got American Idiot on 12. 13 is Holiday. 14 is Boulevard of Broken Dreams. 15 is Wake Me Up When September Ends. Chris. You got 16 would be Know Your Enemy, 17's 21 Guns. Back to you, buddy. Oh, Love off Uno, Chris. We got track 19 here is Bang Bang. Track 20 is Still Breathing. And I don't know if this technically counts as Revolution Radio, I guess. Uh, I suppose, yeah. The 21st track is one of those that we had mentioned that has not been previously released, kind of. Is kind of yeah ordinary world you're like chris we heard that you dumb piece of crap and i'm like hey easy <laughs> all right let's be nice this is a free podcast let's chill <laughs> it's ordinary world it's a different version featuring miranda lampert lambert uh country darling right yeah yeah i i think so i don't know i don't really listen to her music but from what i've heard i kind of like it where can i find the shining light in an ordinary world how can i leave a buried treasure behind in an ordinary world the days in two years roll by it's where that i live until i Yeah. What, what do you think of this version, Colin? Um, I actually kind of like it. I would not say that for most Green Day songs, if they were to like bring her in or, or someone of her genre, I guess. Um, but this one definitely lends itself to it, I think, a little bit. Um, just because it's so low-key and acoustic and all that. It reminds me a bit of the the Everly Brothers album they did. Oh, yes. Yes. Totally agree. I, I wish this yeah. was Nora Jones. Not, not anything <laughs> against Miranda Lampert, but like I feel, uh, you know, I, they have a, I've got something invested in Nora Jones and Billy singing together. That's true. Yeah, I feel that. But it, it, it's in that same feel, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. I like it. But the, the, I think the real exciting part of this was the last track here. Yeah. Our truly uh, unreleased song. Yeah. Back in the USA.
And I hadn't even heard this until, um, like, yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why are you the host of this show? I don't... What's that? Why are you the host? I should have asked someone else. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I'd never, I'd never listened to this album because I was just like, oh, I've heard all these songs, and I think I just didn't realize this was there or something. But I like it. You know, it's good, definitely, on first listen. I think this is a solid track. Did you see the music video by any chance? I have not seen the video, no. I saw your uh, comments about that, but I, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Well, I, I'd say take the time to watch it because it's awesome. You should describe it. Uh, it's basically like the Green Day guys. Um, and, of course, that's Billy Joe Armstrong on the violin. That's Mike Dirnt on the glockenspiel and <laughs> Trey Cool on the viola. They are in like a black and white Pleasantville-esque like 1950s world. Mm-hmm. Uh and everything's perfect and, and great. And then a saleswoman brings uh, these sunglasses to Billy's home and he buys one. And like when he puts them on, he sees things as they really are. And it's oh. in color. And okay. he, like he'll put the TV on and it'll be like president to speak tonight. And then he'll put the glasses on and he'll say president to lie to nation tonight. Oh, shit. That sounds really good. And the posters will say consume and obey and different you know so it's kind of like that where uh, everything yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah american materialism and corporate like a and all that. wake up wake up sheeple type thing a wake up sheeple type of moment and yeah. this is of course a homage tribute to john carpenter's classic horror movie they live which has a very similar plot uh i mean th- th- it is what it is is he he is sees through everything and can start to see that the uh-huh. posters and the magazines just say consume and you know oh okay yeah i like don't the, think I've, i haven't seen that, that the, the base good, message of everything mm-hmm. uh this was released in 2017 right and it's crazy mm-hmm. uh donald trump was president at that time god yeah. damn it you, you know the, the band was pointed and at the very end they put the glasses over the camera that's going to that's filming the president and everyone on the TV seeing through the glasses just sees a giant slime monster <laughs> instead of the, and it's a very clear, like this person is a disgusting monster and you know, see it. <laughs> so that's cool. That's good. Nice. Nice. I it's like nice that. Yeah. And, and good. Um, but I, and as a song, I think it's cool. like, it's catchy. It's the lyrics are cool. I, I like yeah. that track. I, I'm definitely going to check that out. Like right after this, probably. Um, I do really like the song itself too. It's uh, it's just like a classic, fast, hard hitting, you know, Green Day track. Um, any of you out there who haven't heard it should probably check it out. Yeah, get off your lazy butts and go check it out. Jesus. Yeah. Colin, speaking of our cute little butts, uh, mm. we are now at the end of the Green Day's best ofs. Any final thoughts on God's favorite band? Oh, only that I want to share the true best of list with with all of you wow yes yeah the one true best of the only the only 15 green day no that's not true you should listen listen to all of them but the best 15 green day songs the prophet has spoken and these are the best these are the best Uh uh-oh i think i'm gonna have to cut in here real quick colin Mm. what's up chris well uh Pleased to meet you. I'm Chris Brady Denton of the future. Uh, I'd say, uh, what, a few weeks yeah. in the future from the Chris Brady Denton you just heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you are you a Terminator? What's your deal? Uh, I, I was sent back from the future into the relatively near future from when the original podcast of this was first recorded. Okay, I think I can track that. And <laughs> and we're we're jumping in here really quick uh to alter the course of history in, in this case the history uh, of our podcast it's true it's true. our finale yeah yeah we kind of decided there's a bit of length to the to the finale a bit of length bit of girth a bit of girth uh yeah it was pretty hefty as i like as i'm fond of she's a big girl yeah it was a chunky one for no sure. problem yeah Nothing wrong with that, but we thought we might as well just chainsaw it in half. Yeah, this is kind of like a Harry Potter, the last Harry Potter film, the last uh, Twilight film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The I'm 
Avengers, the last Avengers film, we're breaking it into two parts. Yeah, everyone and their mom is doing it. Like all great yeah. franchises yeah. must do. Yeah. If you have a tried and true franchise, much like Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast has become, it kind of a household franchise. You, the last one, you got to milk it for all it's worth. We're going to artificially inflate our downloads and our ad revenue money <laughs> by splitting this puppy into two. Of which we right? have a lot of, of those things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lot of lot of like name recognition mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i mean we could swing the election with an endorsement there's no question that, that's how i feel there's no question we hold wield some power uh, but mostly it's about that sweet sweet ad revenue uh that we know you guys always skip through but doesn't matter we still get paid for doing it so <laughs> ha na 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 boo boo and we're gonna end this episode here this was our green day finale part one the best ofs mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And when we come at you next time, you're going to be hearing the second half of this very long conversation. Mm -hmm. Too too long of a conversation. Yeah, frankly. I, I won't lie. I was getting a little sick of Chris by the end of that. I'm just kidding. Chris. By the I'm end of that whole record, I was like, let's be, let's just, I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, we're not in the same room. Thank God for that, because I was sick of him. <laughs> so uh, that was our part one, the best ofs, mm -hmm. Green Day's best ofs. Yeah. Now, uh, next half of the conversation is going to be us talking about the best of the best ofs. Mm -hmm. But that's that, coming up. That's not quite here. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like best ofs from the best ofs that we were just talking about. It just means best of from the entire discography, which, to be fair, the entire discography is a best of. So you're going to hear them coming up uh, until then. Thanks so much for listening to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast finale part one. The Deathly Hollows, and <laughs> we'll talk to you again real soon. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye.